this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church, and today I wish to share with you excerpts from Swami Kamlananda's book entitled Frontiers of the Spirit. What is the spiritual life, the meditative life? What is the soul's pilgrimage? From what origin to what destination? And what are the passages of each stage of unfoldment as the soul makes its journey in this life on earth? Let us begin with the end of the book rather than the beginning. Swami Kamalananda concludes her book with the eighth chapter on wisdom with a hymn to Saraswati. This beautiful goddess of wisdom, learning, and music is also the cover image of this publication. You see her seated upon a lotus, a symbol of the soul's unfoldment, and with a white swan beside her. The swan is recognized by its power of discernment. It is said to be able to, if offered a mixture of milk and water, to drink the milk alone, symbolic of its discerning the eternal from the temporal. Saraswati is also depicted playing a stringed instrument, the veena, as she is attuned to the perfect vibration of the cosmic self. In this hymn, Saraswati reveals the seven seas of the spirit's voyage, the seven frontiers of realization. Listen now as Andrea Law reads from the hymn to Saraswati, from Frontiers of the Spirit. Goddess of Wisdom, who charts the seven seas of the Spirit's voyage, divine architect of all mansions of consciousness, I contain and reveal the constellations of awareness. I open the frontiers of the Spirit, rewarding the dedicated sadhana with enlightenment. I reveal the seven frontiers of realization as subjectivity of mind, resignation in self-surrender, divine guidance, secret of maya in the play of the universe, glorification of divine manifestation, wealth of divine qualities, and attainment of unity through the harmonization of duality. Subjectivity, resignation, guidance, play of the universe, glorification, wealth, duality, wisdom. Each of these frontiers of the spirit, each of these chapters in this book, are the experiences of consciousness of the self. The chapters are meditations 
derived from a series of talks delivered by Swami Kamlananda in the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. In her introduction, she writes of her guru, Swami Premananda, and how soon after he arrived in America in 1928, while he was just beginning to establish his church, he remembered the pictures he had known in India and had sent for them from Bengal to adorn the walls of his church with the character and personification of our spiritual heritage and ideal. He placed them in a specific order which reveals their mystic meaning in awakening, deepening, and expanding self-illumination. You can now see these images displayed in our Gandhi Memorial Center library. Swami Kablananda writes that the pictures have ever since served and inspired my subjective life. They are guideposts, or rather beacon lights, to countless appreciations so profoundly part of my spiritual orientation that I now see them within me. The image of Krishna as my own soul calling me to subjectivity, of Radha, that longing within me for humility, adoration and reverence, of Arjuna, my aspiring self, looking for understanding and guidance amidst the discordant elements of life, of the worlds and planets revealing nature's cosmic law and harmony, of Lakshmi, reminder that the treasures of character reside in the exquisiteness of the soul, of Radha and Krishna, portraying the mystic union of soul and God in perfect harmony and balance, and of Saraswati, goddess of wisdom, symbol of perfect realization of the divine mystery of life. Enter into my meditation. I am Ahata, Hangsha, the sound of the ingoing and outgoing breath. I am Anahat, the revelation of Shohang, unstruck music of the soul, awakened from silence within the pure heart. I am Saraswati. In the ritual of Pranakriya, I guide consciousness through the seven lotus altars of self-unfoldment. Those who meditate on my indwelling vibration realize universal harmony and regain illumination in the oneness of my absolute perfection. The seven swaras are attuned in mystic concert. At Muladhar, consciousness stirs to awakening. As an indistinct cavernal voice exhilarating all the senses with the rumble of elemental prana. At Sadistan, the poise of self directed sensory faculties brings the promise of subjectivity in a distinct tone. Contemplation becomes an active vibration, calming the senses 
steadfastly responding to my sweet call at Manipur. No mortal can cause or cease my divinely audible music heard at Anahata, the heart's altar. Purity, clear conscience, love of truth, spiritual desire are self-initiated by me. Unfolded faith at Vaisuddha expands into a chorus of subtle currents of euphonious beauty. That cosmic sound natural to the Akash is heard in its all-engulfing immensity at Agna, spiritual eye of intuitive and enlightened perception. There, as Sahajananda, I reveal to the wise a veritable symphony of cosmic consonants, the harmonious reflection of the Supreme. The ineffable resounding of my soundless effulgence is blissful self-consciousness at Sahasraram. Om, I live in the illumination of self-realization. I am Nada Brahman. I am that perfection ever is. This journey into the frontiers of the spirit is a process of self-reflection, shaping our life for service, strengthening our resolve, expanding our heart and uplifting our spirit. The pilgrim must constantly prepare for each stage of this journey. It requires complete self-dedication. Just as Kamlaji Swami Kamlananda described, there are places on this earth which are considered holy, places where great souls leave lasting impressions, and where countless pilgrims travel with great difficulty just to see where spirituality has been revealed in human life. And the purpose of the journey is darshan, the opportunity to witness holiness, to see the divine within a sacred image or within a realized soul. This viewing or beholding of divinity in a revered person or sacred object is considered a blessing. Life is spiritual in purpose at every moment and throughout every condition. In the sacred journey of the soul, we attempt to recognize both the first motive and the final attainment of life as spiritual. This is truly yoga. For spiritual life cannot be compartmentalized. It is an adventure of consciousness taken into new frontiers of greater life, love, and joy. This pilgrimage takes place within us. We wander along the path of life to reach what destination, to attain what goal. 
The goal is known only to our intuition and not to our intellect. We go about life looking and observing, wondering about the mysterious nature of creation as we continue on the path of life, learning to live by the ideal of a spiritual life requires understanding, knowledge, dedication, patience, practice, and love. Learning to live by the ideal of a spiritual life means becoming awake to life. This is our spirit's pilgrimage. This is the frontier of the spirit. This and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study, reading, and reflection. <laughs>